Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Paul Hahn, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Murray has been taking us through the secret of a new life in Christ. Today, we'll be looking at the reading from February 17th called The Fullness of Christ. Before we jump into the verse of the day, allow me to read this prayer from Psalm 63:1 over you, which says, O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you in a dry and weary land. Jesus, thank you that you are enough. Your grace is enough. Your love is enough. Your presence is enough. Your strength is enough. And we pray that you would be all that we need. The verse of the day is from John 1, 14 and 16, which says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. From the fullness of his grace, we have received one blessing after another. Let me read that over you one more time. So good. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. This is one of the most important verses in the Bible that speaks to the doctrine of incarnation. The Word, God's ultimate self-revelation and self-expression, which we know from John 1.1, was there in the beginning and that the Word was with God and the Word was God. And now in verse 14, we see that this Word actually became flesh. That in Jesus, we have God who would choose to become human, to experience everything that we would experience, rejection, betrayal, heartache, pain, sadness. That in Jesus, we have a God who is also a sympathetic Savior. And we see this incarnate word made his dwelling among us. In other words, he tabernacled with us. And this idea of the tabernacle was that it was the house of God where the people of God would receive revelation from him, would make sacrifices to him. It was the focal point of all worship. And now we have Jesus as the ultimate tabernacle who represented all these things, our ultimate revelation of God, our ultimate sacrifice, our ultimate focus of worship. We have Emmanuel, God with us. We see that he and he alone as the one and only who reflected the glory of God So in Jesus, we have the only way to see the presence, the power, the goodness, and holiness of God. And we see Jesus described as full of grace and truth, two characteristics attributed only to God and experienced by his people. 
Jesus represented God's chesed, his loving kindness, and his faithfulness, steadfastness, and consistency. And it was meant to bring to mind for God's people Exodus 34, 6 and 7, which says, The Lord, Yahweh, the Lord, is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Finally, we see a blessing after another or Uh, grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing, one gracious blessing after another, as it says in other translations. The example of Christ's life, his revelation of God's glory, the ultimate sacrifice of his death, and the hope of eternal life because of his resurrection are all God's grace, are all blessings, and they are enough. But on top of that, we have more blessings, another blessing on top of another blessing in the continued work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Murray's reflection today is that as Christians, we have a choice. We have a choice between two treasures, as he describes. One is a purse containing very little or nothing at all. Or we have one that contains a substantial amount And the difference is how much we want to receive the fullness of Christ. Some Christians, Murray says, stop at the basics of the gospel, that Christ died to forgive us of sins and to give us hope for eternal life in heaven. Yet others want to know his fullness. They want to discover the wealth found in him. They want to be able to say that we receive grace upon grace, blessing upon blessing. They want to move beyond the elementary teachings and move into maturity in Christ to be able to be united with him and follow after his life in his obedience, faithfulness, and devotion to God the Father and in his gracious love toward humankind. So where do you find yourself today? Do you find your fulfillment in the fullness of Christ, or is it something else? What is the source of your joy? Is it in wealth, titles, diplomas, achievements, material things, your physical appearance, your significant other, even your children? What even good thing has taken its place as a lowercase g god before Christ, our ultimate source of satisfaction and fulfillment. I think, to be honest, that one of the things that challenges me the most is when I'm around my friends from college. Um, I went to Johns Hopkins University and I have a degree in public health. And so when I get together with my college friends, many of them are doctors or are pursuing careers in the public health field at the CDC or the WHO. Many are pursuing or have achieved statuses and roles that 10, 15 years ago, I thought that I wanted for myself. And it's very easy to fall into the sin of comparison. But what gets me through every time is reminding myself of my calling. Yes, as a pastor, but 
more so as a Christian, that as a follower of Jesus, I have committed my life to obedience to God and his will for me to making Jesus's name known through my words and deeds and to expanding the kingdom. And that for me, that means full-time vocational ministry. And in that I get to rest in his fullness, not mine. What about you? Where are you finding your ultimate source of satisfaction and fulfillment? And so let's read the text from today one more time, and then let me pray the prayer of the day over you. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. Lord, open my eyes that I may see the fullness and love of Christ and be gripped thereby until I give all to appropriate it. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.